And I even went back. I was like, oh, oh, oh my gosh. <laughs> Welcome back, everybody. This is Lunchtime in Rome podcast, episode 50. 50! Yeah. 5 50! Almost a whole year's worth of podcasts. Uh, I am Brian, and I'm here with Eric. Yep. And Jay. That's me. And I think we did that the same way last week, so I'm going to switch it up next week. I'm offended. I, you should be. <laughs> um, so this is Lunchtime in Rome podcast. Uh, as I said, episode 50. If you want to go back and listen to the previous 49, or look at the show notes, or find how to download us uh, or join us on Twitter or Facebook. All of those things are yep. available at lunchtimeinrome.com. That is our hub. We would welcome you uh, to the seat around the table. And when I say seat around the table, Jay, what am I talking about? This podcast, this table is an experience that is fulfilling what Romans twelve fifteen in the Bible tells us, which is rejoice with those who rejoice, mourn with those who mourn, because that is the solution to people being alone. That if you can just join people in their emotions, they won't feel alone. And so being that, that verse is Rome 12, 15, that's kind of lunchtime in Rome. Mm -hmm. And so we have modeled this podcast uh, as if we were actually in Rome having lunch, talking about life. The first part of the podcast, we catch up on each other's lives and we model that. We rejoice with each other and we mourn with each other. And if we get notes from people, we will share that and we will rejoice and mourn with each and every one of you that want to email us. Yeah. Second part of the podcast, we go into a teaching or a tip or a technique in how to keep other people from being alone and how to keep ourselves from feeling alone. Yeah. In the last 10 minutes, we have a do better and a can't do better segment, which kind of doesn't apply to anything else we've done the entire We time. just make fun of people. And we, we celebrate people. Mm -hmm. yeah. And we do celebrate so people. So that's what we do. Bring up a chair to the table. Yep. You are welcome. We want to hear from you. We want feedback from you. We love that you're listening. We love that you listen on Facebook Live. Yes. And by that, I mean watch and listen. <laughs> and uh, that's what we're doing. So I want to shout out Dale. Dale. Um, Dale actually found us through your watch party for the Pray for Trey. He's been um, listening in the past, though. Yeah, has he? okay. He's been yes. listening to the podcast. This is his first time watching. Yeah. And I also want to say hi to Casey. She is uh, watching for the first time. I, I love her Sunshine too. Band. Casey and the Sunshine Band. Oh, That's boy. right. Yeah. Different yeah. one. I'm sure she's never heard that one. No, 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 no. But Dale, this is the first time I was able to sit and watch the podcast. This was so cool. It wasn't how I pictured it in my head up till now. By the way. What does that mean? I, I know. No I, I want to know what that he means. He thought we were all just sitting here in our bathing suits. Yeah. Bathing suits? I don't know. Yeah. Didn't uh, say birthday. Come on now. Well, that'd be weird. <laughs> I, like I mean, I know you guys and love you guys, but I don't know if we could sit around in our birthday suits. I loved it and have to say I love you guys and admire the relationship you all have together. Anyway, thank you for doing the podcast. I really enjoy listening to it. Dale, thank you so much. Stuff like that's awesome. But that bothers me. Why does that bother you? Because it's not the relationship that we have. It's the relationship that we have. Dale's part of that. He doesn't Dale realize it. Well, and that's, yeah, that's, that goes back to you inviting people to the table, being a part of the conversation. And, you know, I know sometimes people need a little bit of motivation to get out of their comfort zone. Like, if you want to keep it anonymous, we'll keep you anonymous. Like, if oh, you I'm great at that. If you email us, let <laughs> us know if you want to remain anonymous. Let us know if you don't care and you want us to give you a shout out or whatever. I mean, I have not told one story about Jeannie Delancey <laughs> in weeks. <laughs> <laughs> but we will keep it anonymous. But you are invited to this table and you are invited to um, be a part of the conversation. And if you want to write in, like, again, Brian, website, lunchtimeroom.com. He's mentioned it. You can email us there. You can give us uh, any feedback live on facebook um any questions you want to shout out there as well please participate it's great we've had part people participate since the beginning and when people do that it makes yeah. the show that much better it's not like we're gonna get bored talking to each other like we're gonna find things to talk about yeah. but it really is nice when when you know the people that aren't in this room are are also you know jo joining in the conversation and chiming in because it helps us to think it helps us to to be challenged and to to explore things that you know maybe we wouldn't have come up with you know, so yep. we really want your feedback and yep. also five star ratings on uh, iTunes and stuff like that. Always too. Be five awesome. stars. Yeah. Six if you can. 
Yeah, turn it up to 11. <laughs> so um, now we are going to get into kind of what we ate this week. Have you guys eaten anything delicious? What have you, what's been going on in your weeks? I don't know if I've ever talked about this with you guys. Ooh, wow. Ever. I don't know. What I've started doing whenever I go out to eat, especially like if there's a vendor from work taking me out, mm-hmm. I just want to, if, at the restaurant. One of everything. <laughs> the funny thing is they, All would, beers? they would totally pay for it. Like I they, know. That I've never. <laughs> dude, I was that vendor back in my wine selling days yeah. and yet in different times. And I'm like, I was never. Like I'm, I just, I don't know. I've never under, I've never had people treat me. And yeah. I'm never okay with just going crazy. So what I do is I always hmm. I I say surprise me to the waiter, and I've been doing this more and more when I go out. Just surprise me wherever we go. You're also so, wearing that fancy hat nowadays too. Well, that's an okay. So I'll come back to the hat story because <laughs> I'll I'll uh, I'll come back to the hat story, but um. But we went. That's to fa- what we call in the radio cliffhanger. <laughs> we went Jeez. to. Uh, we went to Fatheads tonight. Ah, yes. Southside. Um, yeah, which I'm a fan of. Mm. Good wings. I've been down the south side forever. Fatheads is probably my favorite place yeah. on the south side. Um, great sandwiches, good beer selection, all that. Not a sponsor. Not a sponsor. Mm. Not yet. Um, but they gave me this brisket, mm-hmm. roast beef sandwich. Like It was like a mixed meat with Swiss cheese and pickle. And like, man, it was so good. So good. What kind of sauce? I couldn't tell you, but there was a sauce on yeah. it. It was like a special sauce. Well, well thin yeah. or thicker, like like more like dripping shake. or like the uh, sauce. No, was... like a thicker. Yeah, okay. like a thicker. A but, thicker the, but the beef was shaved. Well, no, it was. It wasn't like it was sliced, not shaved, not like thin, thin sliced, but it was sliced. Okay. Yeah. Um, not like chunks. Sure. Yeah. But not it was chunks. Oh, very good. It was very, very good. What kind of bread? Um, it was like a brioche bun. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it was, it was really good. But the hat, so you, you guys know I have a big head. Get out no of way. here. What? And I found a hat that fits <laughs> and it's. Is that an Ed Sheeran song? I found a hat. Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. but it's one of those, what, what you might know is a, a driver cap. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's more of an like handi- see handicap. Handicap. Yeah, but there's there's different names. I for picture it that I've like seen. '70s Sesame Street, like a cab driver in sure. New York City or something like that. I'm down with that, but it fit, and I like I like a hat. I mm. like wearing a hat, but I have a hard time finding a hat. I finally found this one, and it was like a hug for my head. Nice. And I was like, I'm this guy now. Yeah. And I'm fine with does that. Does your head feel very happy? It does. Good. I I just like a hat. I join you in that. I I appreciate that. So I've been wearing it. I've been like wearing it in, you know, just getting it, you know. Where the I only time be. I wear a hat anymore is when we go to the beach. Like that, really, that's the only time I. Your wear. beach mode. Chris has a beach mode hat. He brought he that does. back. Yeah, he, he brought does. that back this mm. year. I'm hatless. I can't. I was I was hat guy in college. Uh, it was backwards have, yeah. and to the side. Oh. Uh, and you also I, have a beautiful head of hair. I also have a big yeah, nugget yeah. like yours. So you do I have can't. A big nugget like I do. Mm. I can't. Anything so, else? Going eat, on what have you done? Your, yeah, in my you're, world, yeah, you're back oh, from New York City. Better week than last week. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, way better. Um, but so, um, my my run this week, the first run this week, the Monday run. Mm-hmm. Um, and for those of you who don't know, I've been doing a Couch to Five K program, and now we are in like the last two weeks. Of, and again, I applaud program. you because I, you yeah, have been so consistent that. with it. It's the first time, like, I, yes. this is the, I've never run two miles in a row in I, my I don't life see why you'd have ever. to unless you're running from something. <laughs> yeah, right. Um, thank goodness. But, um, but this Monday it was, so it's, it's like a, like, it's like a jog pace. Mm-hmm. So it's jog for 10 minutes and then it was, now I'm starting these sprint intervals mm. in the middle. So it was sprint for 30 seconds recovery time for a minute sprint for 30 seconds five five intervals of that and then finish off with a seven minute jog historically finish off with a seven minute jog sucks in its own right yeah it does um so normally that recovery time is walking and you're just walking and then you run and then walk and run but so i finish my the 10 the first 10 minute part Mm -hmm. run jog my 10 minutes then i sprint for 30 seconds mm-hmm. and then the recovery time i hear in the audio coach in my headphones saying recovery time and it's the jogging pace mm. where i thought it was going to be walking mm. so like 
and when I reviewed it, like it's colorized like the way walking usually is. It wasn't colorized the oh, way okay. the jogging So you weren't was. crazy. Or right. <laughs> and I even went back. I was like, oh, oh, oh my gosh. But like when I when I heard it, I thought like my my heart just like sunk like, oh, and I was Lord. like oh my gosh <laughs> like it, I I I really like dreaded the rest of my time and it really set me up but I so I but I I I did it except for the last interval I was like I can't I can't keep up the pace so I walked the last recovery does it like remind you like um jogging <laughs> No, it doesn't shame you. <laughs> oh, what can happen? <laughs> um, no, it doesn't shame you. But uh, it's it, it the, the last the last interval. I walked the last minute and then and then did that seven minute jog. So but, it was icy and cold. It was twelve degrees this morning. You got was, up and and did, I did it. it, dude. Dude, and my gosh, it was so my miserable. time wasn't that great because yeah. <laughs> record breaking cold. Hey, it's pretty slippy out yeah, there. It, it was twelve pretty, degrees. Yeah, pretty yeah. slippy. Yeah, slippy. Mm-hmm. How about you, Jay? What's up? Well, you know, we talked about other people that listen to the show, and and I had a conversation with. Well, I always have conversations with my sister Mary Lynn about the show. Yeah, but uh, I was talking to Kathy about it, and I was telling her about how I've just been having a lot of lunches lately, and I love when I can get into a lunch and just the person gets it, and as far as emotional needs, mm-hmm. and so they'll open up and I and they'll say, you know, here's my relationship with this person, and and it's like. If I, if they don't quote unquote get it, mm-hmm. it's frustrating because yeah. I can diagnose it, I can understand it, and they're like, yeah, and it just goes nowhere. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but still, right. <laughs> but I've there had a couple go. lunches lately where I could really get in, and they're like, well, is it this or is it that? Oh, and I'm like, okay, well, let's look at it. And yeah, I'm like, okay, I think it's this. We've done that on the show where, like, um, I'm like, I'm, I have trouble. Th- figuring out which one it really right. is yeah. right so yeah i was doing that last night on the phone with kathy and you know i was talking i was telling her about my lunches as well yeah and you know we, we've talked about people that have been in the church for years and they hear my learn to love segments and they don't seem to it's not it's not sinking in i know a couple people <laughs> you know a couple you know a couple <laughs> and What's amazing is, and so we were talking about it, and here's now, mind you, she's on staff in a very big growing church out in her neck of the woods, Bucks County. Bucks no, County. Nobody likes a brag. And she, said, okay. <laughs> and she said, she said, okay, well, so you're doing it with stories. You're doing it with, because I, I, I mentioned how in church on Sunday, I told your story from last week mm-hmm. with your kids crying and the doctor saying, oh yeah, don't cry, mm-hmm. which is uh, critical. Yes. Emotional responding. But then he followed it with, because if you cry, then I'll cry, and that's, that's not good. Let's make it worse. Which that's now ignoring. Yeah. That's the poor emotional response of ignoring, where what he should have done was say, listen, guys, it's okay to be sad. I'm glad to see how much you love your dad, but listen, I'm a good doctor, and we're going to do the best we can. Now, of course, he didn't say that. Right. And she said, okay, well, you're teaching in stories. She said, so maybe you need to do a teaching. And I said, not always stories. You know, my learn to love is really just a lecture. Yeah. You know, it's not always stories. I'll give examples. She goes, okay, well, maybe you need pictures. I said, oh, okay, memes. Yeah, we need to start some emotional need memes. She goes, tell Jan to create some of those slides for church. But she said, here's what I need you to do, because I talked to her some more about emotional needs. She goes, I need you to make me a chart. And I said, Kathy said, you need a chart. She goes, I need a chart that I can use for myself and hand out to my people. And I said, okay, no problem. She goes, I don't want it to be eight and a half by 11. That's far too big. She goes, I want it to be like maybe half a page and it'll be like, okay, behavior here equals emotional need here. And I said, you realize that's impossible. She goes, look, just get it done. I don't want it to be either or I just want it to be one thing so that I don't have to guess. And it was cool because I could have that conversation with her. Sure. And I even said to her how if somebody is always coming up to you and telling you stories about themselves. I said, you might think, what emotional need might that be? They're always telling you stories. The need for appreciation? Nah, yeah. for if it's things they've done. I would say acceptance. It could be acceptance. Or is it simply attention? Yeah. Hey, okay. this is my story. This is my story. Or are they telling you, like, asking your opinion on things all the time, but then they don't take your advice? Oh. Well, that's acceptance. Just yeah. tell me that what I'm doing is right. Yeah. Mm. Even I, though I, you're I, running I, I just want cliff. validation. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or is it attention? Maybe they just want the attention. Or yeah. is it respect because they're trying to show you how mature they are or how 
So the same person exhibiting the same behavior yeah. can be three different you things. You need the context. And that's why she was like, yeah. I just need the chart. Just give me a chart so I know exactly so what the emotional So she wants like an is. NCAA college basketball <laughs> bracket. bracket of hierarchy of if this, then this, then this. It could be. I'm thinking almost more like the spinning disc, like match up the you this would need because like this. You would have one half page for one thing. For half of an emotional need. Yeah. Exactly. It's impossible, Kathy. Right. We can't do it. Can't be done. What if there's an algorithm and you could go online no. and take a test? What's no. an algorithm? Well, uh, here's what you need to do. When you are... Dis- uh, All right, when, Google man. <laughs> when you are uh, exhibiting that behavior, pull out one of your hairs, send me your DNA, <laughs> and then I'll be able to break it down from there. Huh. Yeah. Uh, speaking- do, do you like lick the hair follicle or how's uh, that Well, work? I have a database. Oh. And then I, I ship it off and I make money on that. Oh, nice. Is what I do. <laughs> you are a brilliant man. That's right. Um, I'm so brilliant. Where are we going with this? What is happening? That's what I've been doing lately. But uh, uh, <laughs> I'm so brilliant that I bought myself a practice turkey. So that's what I've been eating. Uh, that's what I've been doing. And I, and I do a dry brine. So I don't. A lot of people brine turkeys. Not Brian, that's you. Well, let me ask you this. You've done turkeys in the past. I do one every year. Every, I did okay. two last Christmas so Thanksgiving. Don't you just, are you trying something new or like you're just, you want to make sure you got this thing nailed? I want to have done it in less than 365 days ago. <laughs> okay. Well, either way, I'm, I'm like today, ha- like you're I, giving me some. So I put it. Yeah. Cook away, man. But like I was watching in an Alton, 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 Alton Brown. Brown. I love Alton Brown. Uh, good eats yeah. on how to do a turkey. And he puts the thermometer in the white meat where everybody else tells you to put it in the dark meat. Well, doesn't it, doesn't the turkey, <laughs> doesn't the turkey come with, doesn't the turkey come with a, a pop-up timer anyways? It's already inserted. <laughs> oh, the pop-up timer. How oh, gosh. Uh, wow. <laughs> All that is, is a little polymer that at, in theory at 180 degrees, it melts, uh-huh. which will then release a spring and pops up. That's not very specific. You're better off using your own. Never go by the pop-up. Never go by the pop-up. I, yeah, I, I like your, my javelin. Your turkey is burned if you go by the pop-up. <laughs> it's burnt. Mm. But Brian's like, I go by the pop-up. Right. <laughs> and I love my turkey. <laughs> <laughs> I suppose you use a bag, too. No, I don't. No. But so the question is, do you put it in the white meat <gasps> and let it get to 180, or do you put it in the dark meat and have it get to 160? And so, But oh. the problem with that is then the white meat may not be done. So that's what I wanted to go over today is make sure, okay, if I put it in the breast, if I stick it in the breast and it gets to 180, yeah, is it dried out? Is the rest of the- is Right. The, is you don't the, want dry turkey. It, dry turkey is not good. Oh, good turkey is not very good. Dude, dry turkey is terrible. Okay, my man, because like the- like Turkey at its best is okay. Right. And I'm like, I'm, oh. I'm a dark meat guy. Wow, Brian's leaving. Dry yeah. Brian's leaving. Dry, <laughs> Brian. But like the best turkey I is the turkey, turkey sandwich the day after. Like that's my favorite turkey. Oh, which you put a little layer of uh, stuffing in there. You call it the the moist maker. Sure, or like a so thick layer of mayo, mashed potatoes. <laughs> you could get all crazy. But see, if it was like socially acceptable, like my whole plate for Thanksgiving would be stuffing. <laughs> stuffing or stuffing. dressing. I mean, I call it stuffing, but it would... only in the bird is it stuffing. Okay, then if it's stuffing. made outside of the bird. Then, then stuffing. So I there's do, like the I more moisty, like yeah, wet. Let's that be stuff full of bacteria. Love that from stuff. the inside. It's the best. That is the it's best. Dangerous, it's dangerous. So but good. I live it's not, on the edge. It's not dangerous. Oh, it's da- <laughs> no. Out in brown. I was going to say I ain't, I ain't dead yet. I was going to say I'd never gotten sick from me that, but uh, much as you know, maybe I have. Because uh, that's kind of what I've been dealing with. Were you done yeah. with your turkey story? Sure. And I keep making Chinese. That's all. Keep making Chinese. I, before we, I, I did a I do want to make a yeah. Alton Brown comment though. He's a stud. One of my, I almost have a man crush on him, dude. One of my favorite things, my uh, uncle John, Uncle John, my Uncle John, he got everything. his. He, so he fries the turkey every year. Oh yeah, and he uses all. They always Brown's say it's better rig. to do that when it's frozen. Go on. <laughs> He's got it like a whole pulley system. That's, pulley. That's pulley Alton, system. <laughs> that's Alton Brown's yeah, thing. Yeah, is it? You get you get an A-frame ladder. And then you put a pulley you have a pulley system and a hook, and then you lower the turkey nice and easy nice into city. the oil. And it's like there's no splashing. It's very it's very controlled. Where's the danger? Alton Brown, man. It's the best. <laughs> and dude, fried turkey? Yeah. Oh, I would love to. Last year I did a smoked turkey as well. 
Hey, some egg turkey. Did you get two turkeys? I did two. Anyway, Brian, what do you have to? Well, you have people. You have a lot of people that come over. We do. We do. We take the uh, living room and put it in the dining room. Didn't and you turn it into like a dance floor last year? <laughs> and then we do. We have a dance party afterwards. Thank you very much. In your little house. That's right. That's awesome. That is awesome. Um, yeah, this week. Uh, All it's seeds. It's been a continuation. Huh? All seeds. All seeds. Well, because somebody with diverticulitis, you don't want to eat seeds because they See, fall into that's the what they're. Nah, that's but like that's I my wives tail. It's, it's a damn polyps. Yeah, it, there's polyps. Yeah. <laughs> In his belly. In my belly. <laughs> hey, we cried with you last week. Okay? Yeah, it's time to laugh. Now it's time to rejoice with you. You're yeah. rejoicing, aren't you? Uh, <laughs> not this week. No, I, I I had, on Monday I woke up and, and had the pain again. And I was, you know, it just all kind of came. But yeah, it was all like, I was pretty bummed because oh. I'd been feeling really good after, you know, being out of the hospital for two weeks. I was feeling great. Oh, and how fast does your brain go at that point? Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, th- it wasn't so much the pain. The pain, the pain's whatever, you know, but it was, it was like, you're a man. Number one, is it going to get worse? Probably is it going to get worse? Cause that's what happened last time. And like, I just went down this whole path. Like, well, here we go again. Like to the I have point, to fly back to California, <laughs> I have to fly back to be in that hospital. <laughs> Gotta go see my man. But I was thinking like, all right, so what am I going to pack in my, in my, uh, my go bag uh, this time? You know, like I was at that point where I was like, I was pretty close to going back in really man. glad I didn't. This was last night. This was Monday night, Monday night. Yeah. Tuesday night. I woke up yesterday. Right. I woke up Monday and night. felt a little bit better today. I feel almost back to normal again. Okay. It's crazy. Um, yeah. It's just, it's, cause that's almost as dis- disturbing. It sucks. Why is it better today? And, right. Why didn't it, why didn't it burst this time where it did, you know, Three, four weeks ago or three weeks ago, just whatever. burst already. Well, it did that already. I mean, like, again, yeah, like, no, and praise I God, know. it didn't. Yeah, like it's it, right. so that's that's frustrating to me because now it's kind of like, you know, it's kind of like the wheel of fortune, you know, or like what's going to happen and what triggered it this time. Why didn't my colon explode this right. time? You know, it's just like—is it going to be always uncomfortable? Is it always going to do this? Like, yeah. so well, and you use the—I mean, the text to me you used the, just a just a horrible phrase. Which I was, have to come to grips with the fact that I have a chronic condition. Yeah, right. This is this yeah. is going to be with me a day in and day out thing. Yeah. So yeah. I don't know what to do about it really yet. You know, I'm 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 exploring a lot of options. And See, now you're gonna have a uh, not a vein guy. What do you have a uh, a GI a bu- guy? No, your other one, your other guy. Well, I got a vein guy. You got a vein guy. What you call guy? It? A vascular. That you got a vascular guy. A what? Guy? <laughs> said, no, I've already had a couple guys. You're for cool. that. You're a bum guy. Yeah, I got a couple guys for that. <laughs> I mean, twenty bucks is twenty bucks. A vascular guy, <laughs> and now you got a GI guy. I got a GI guy. Um, Gosh, you get too many guys. Oh, it's good to have a guy. Yeah, you don't yeah, want to not have a guy. Well, and then I had a I had a hematologist or visit. person or right. person. Right, I had right. a hematologist visit on Monday, and so I I, I why bl- blood? Well, because because of the veins, because of oh, the blood okay. clots, because blood. And um, oh gosh, I feel like like I'm just falling apart. Like, oh my diverticulitis and my blood clots. <laughs> and um, and this is why Facebook Live is important because not everybody knows you. So for them to look and they're like, which one is Brian? Yeah. Like he looks fine. He's the 87 year old man that's <laughs> he's nowhere the most, on camera right he's, now. Well, well except like, for you're oh, running, he's the most active of the three of us. Yeah, he plays hockey all the that's time. That's very true. Yeah. Hey, I went to the gym today. I joined a gym last week and I actually hit the gym. I saw your text. You're like, I'm leaving the gym now, and I'm like. Is he a gym guy? I didn't yeah, know he goes to the gym. What gym? Uh, Planet Fitness up hey. in up How in much? the shopping center. Um, twenty bucks a month or whatever I for mean, family or just you? Just it's me and a guest. Like I could bring a guest, but I love it because it's it make it makes me being dumb about the gym because I'm not a gym guy. I was never right. been. <laughs> oh, what are these? I've never been a gym guy. Oh, I see this. How this? do I use this? Well, thing? it is, and it's like yeah. they but they have this circuit thing where you go in and they you do that you can do the circuit for half an hour and it's just literally like here's the red light where you stop, here's the green light where you go. And you just move from thing to thing. And you get a full body workout at the end. Yeah, of it's great. That's and like cool. that's what I need. Like it's fun. Where like hockey, I just go and play. Is there like a group of you doing it? Like you each start out. Um, doing I thing? mean, there's 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 people there, and um, you just kind of hop onto the like if, as long as nobody's on that first station, you hop on that first station, and then in theory, everybody should be rotating. Yeah, yeah. yeah. See, don't um, don't get me started already. Somebody jumping ahead of you. Well, no, that happened tonight. And uh, like, did you take him out, dude? I took him out. <laughs> No, I didn't take him out. I just moved around and then came back to do the I know. That guy. Yeah. It was Ivan Decker, by the one, that said, oh, I see. So this works out these red muscles over here. (laughs) Well, but that's also nice. You sit at the machine and it shows you what you're working out. And it's like, oh, okay. That's that's kind of cool. Make sure that nobody's taping you working on the machine wrong. Uh, Whatever. I don't even care. I'm so focused on making my gains, you know. Yeah. (laughs) Making my gains. Uh, Was that that your first time to the 
to Planet Fitness was tonight? No, I went. Um, I went Sunday. Well, there's your flare I, right up. after church. I there's went your Sunday. Flare up. Yep. Wow. Exercise. I'm not going to stop. It's the enemy of the colon. Like that's Gosh. my thing. I, like I'm not going to stop. Can't stop. Won't stop. You are putting strain on the colon. Hey, whatever. <laughs> um, so there's that reality. I'm trying to figure that out. I'm trying not to, you know, let it impinge my lifestyle. Um, and but it also like to go to what you guys are talking about eating. Like before, I could eat whatever I want whenever I wanted, and I I I did. And you know, in recent years, I've kind of cut back on portions and and been a little bit smarter about what I'm eating. Because but now, like you're talking about layering, like mashed potato, like we're talking about all this stuff, and I'm like, hmm, is that going to cause like everything now? I'm seeing through the lens of is that going to cause. I didn't um, talk about layering. I just well, plate, no, no, but a you're, plate of stuff. Okay. But regardless, like I'm thinking, hmm, is that's that's bread. That's a lot of yeah, like, yeah, yeah. So it kind of sucks, you know? And so I think to combat that that unknown, I need to just, you know, I, I'm gonna probably get with a nutritionist and say, because nutrition's a big part of, of well, this sure. whole thing. Absolutely. So what you know, how can I keep my gut healthy? What's what's gonna what what am I gonna do? Or Take what notes. do I need? What? Yeah, you gotta <laughs> keep a diary, like a food diary. No, I'm just saying, like, I want to find out, like I want to. I want to hear what your nutritionist has to say. Sure, take notes because you were because you're, you're big on that. Like you're you're big on the the gut stuff and yeah. the gut health. You do the um you do the apple cider vinegar. I do. Is that for the gut? With yes, the mother. With, with the, the mother. With the mother. So why? It. So explain why you do that because we've done it at the beach and I right. just do it because it's a shot. Hey Brian, take a shot. <laughs> All right, sounds great. <laughs> Is it alcohol? No, it's still a shot. All right, that's here's fun. the long story short. There's a lady in our church who is 94 years old. And well, there you go. And that's, you know, <laughs> that's all you need to know. And she's she 94. And she takes, I think, half of an aspirin a day. And she said she, her stomach hurt. And mm-hmm. she went to the doctor and went to the doctor. And he goes, she said, he said, I have something for you. She goes, is it a pill? And he said, yes. She goes, I don't want it. Mm. And she's got one of those, you know, guru, chiropr- chiropractor, mm-hmm. all of those kind of people, guys, like super duper guys. Holistic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. And he said, get a eight ounce glass of water and put. A shot of apple cider vinegar in it. Sip it through the evening, and she said within three days my stomach felt fine. And I was like, "Well, I'm not sipping an eight ounce thing of crap water." <laughs> but he told her to put it in water. Yeah. Okay. To cut it. it to yeah. To cut it, it because yeah. otherwise it burns your esophagus and could put a hole in your stomach. Mm-hmm. Wait, but I, wait a minute. Wait. 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 wait, wait it can wait. burn your esophagus. Is the number one thing they tell you if yeah. you drink it straight. How, at what quantity? A shot, an ounce. And you do it every night, and you don't cut it. It's three or four years I've been doing it without cutting it. My esophagus is fine. Well, I took the uh, the, the hole in the stomach for you then. I, I'm Could joining be. you in your pre-stomach blow-up, and when your stomach does blow up from that... I'll learn from you. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> well, I'm no. paving the way for you, Jay. Have you been doing the vinegar thing? No. No, only at the beach. It's mine. Oh, okay. Yeah, I, I, I know it's your thing. No, he's well, getting the hole from all the vinegar I'm uh, doing. But I, I can't, see. No, but, but I we, see. So we were doing it last year when we were at the beach. Yes. And um and making Ethan do it. Well, I came well, and Ethan. I came back home and I bought a bottle of the apple cider vinegar and I started to do it. And, and then like you realized I po- it was balsamic well, post- vinegar and figured whatever. <laughs> no, I posted on it was actually ether, just straight ether. That's <laughs> chlorophyll. Um, but I put po- I, I posted like I I don't know somehow a friend of mine who's a nurse she was like, <gasps> well, what are you doing? Why are you doing it straight? Because because exactly what you were saying. And then, so I always wa- I always wondered why you still continued to do it straight. Well, because if it hasn't hurt us in four years. Okay, just well, I'm just wondering about that. So, but that is supposed. All right, to everybody. Before everybody sends in, I've already. By the way, I've already gotten the other day somebody else who's in college, so they know everything. Sure, well, oh, sent right. me all the literature that says you shouldn't do it straight. But the main reason was it'll burn your esophagus, and you you haven't. Esophagus seems to be fine. Yeah. So, but the whole point of doing and it is for gut health. Why would you sip on it? Like right. That's like torture. I'm with you. Like I just just gave it to you. Get it over with. Either that or I'm just. I'll, I'll go cut it with water, but I'll just but chug, chug it. But you'll chug it, yeah. But we do it right before bed, so then I'll be peeing all night. Yeah. But what is what does it do for your gut health? Like, what's it's it just, supposed to before do? Before we started doing it, the reason why I started doing it, besides the fact that Lois uh, said that she did it, is that was right when I was going through the whole uh, thyroid thing and starting to take Synthroid and all this stuff. But I noticed I had this weird pain in my stomach. And it literally, like... I would roll over and the pain would move and it was just like, I felt like it places in my stomach. It was thin. It's mm. the only way I can use it. I think there was an alien that could have been, mm-hmm. could, that would make two, but um, anyhow. And so I started taking it and it was fine. And my stomach is not, I mean, now lately I've been having a little weirdo stomach stuff, but nothing, you know, like yours, but mm. I've never had stomach problems in those four years that I've been doing That's it. That's crazy. Well, I'm going to start doing it again. I'm going to start taking apple cider vinegar. You should dilute it though. 
I might. And actually, the real thing you're supposed to do is we add a little cinnamon because, hey, that tastes like an apple pie. Not really. But cinnamon's good for you. Maybe like a rotten apple pie. You but know what's really good? You are also cinnamon? supposed to add a little cayenne to it. Cinnamon Ooh. where you just eat it by eat cinnamon by the spoonful. That's really good. I've done I that get, before. But you should inhale while you do it. Yeah. I've done that. <laughs> yes. And it is wonderful. It's, yeah, that's good. That's good. Keep Don't do that. that. Make Dip some medicine it. go down. Don't do that. You want to lick the Tide Pod. Roll it in cinnamon. Mm, there we go. So speaking of awkward things. Because that would be awkward. Imagine if your kid ended up going to the hospital because he ate a Tide Pod. Uh-huh. And then I show up. How am I supposed to comfort you? That would be an awkward situation. Wow. What, what are you being an idiot? Why are you letting your son do that? Tide That's pod. a good hey, way to comfort somebody. He didn't die. In, in an awkward situation. What a moron. Um, yeah. So, but the, the topic for this week is what, what do, do you, you say, say when... Usually in awkward situations like that. Correct. So, And what we're going to really try not to do, because that's another podcast, is what's what what's not, what do you not say? Uh-huh. What shouldn't you say? Yeah, right. The wrong thing. Right. And why it hurts. So in this podcast, you're in an awkward situation. You're trying to say the right thing. That's Correct. what we're trying to do here. So in even that situation, you know, a random. With a Tide Pod in the hospital situation? Well, a random situation where a family member. You know, is in the hospital for something. Right? Go ahead. Well, I was just gonna say, like some some situation that kind of catches you off guard. Like you're like, whoa, but you gotta kind of be polite and you gotta handle the situation with, mm-hmm. you know, love and comfort. Like it's it, it is kind of a weird place to be in a situation like that. Yeah, and I know I know you really don't have any awkward situations with your family. You no. you guys are all on the same wavelength e- about everything. Pretty much the Waltons. Yep. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> yep. So, John Boy, I would say in that situation, when there's random hospitalizations, even yours, mm-hmm. you know, which is not crazy, but different, you know, I think the key then, what do you say then? Mm-hmm. So it's a family member. Imagine though. And if, you know, we're being funny today for the most part, because we were so serious last week, but you know, a suicide attempt. Yeah. Um, a tragic fall, or just a random broken bone or whatever. Yeah. You know? The key is don't focus on the injury, focus on the person you're comforting. Mm-hmm. And that's probably going to run a theme through all of our examples today. Sure. But, you know, somebody's in the hospital because of this. Mm-hmm. Wow. I can't imagine now, you know, how many phone calls you're going to get. That'd be good comfort for that person. Yeah. You know, I can't imagine how you're going to be thinking in your inner monologue of the story. And they're going to go, oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. You know can't imagine how tired you're going to be with their broken arm that you're going to have to give them a bath. You thought you were done with that, but now you're 12 year old. You have to give them a bath again. Uh, you mm-hmm. know, focus on the person you're trying to comfort, not the situation for why they're being comforted. So when we were talking about this and kind of flushing out this podcast, um, I had a, I, I play hockey with a guy who um, I want to say maybe it was July. Um, he, uh, he's a couple years older than me. Um, kind of, kind of a stoic kind of a guy. Um, I, I think maybe like an atheist background. You know, does I don't think he really believes in in much. Um, just kind of, just kind of existing. You know, does like computer programming and looking to become a bartender. You know, and um, but um, one day, well, he he wants to get out of the computer, <laughs> like the IT stuff, and and move on to something else. Right, um, but. Regardless, whatever that doesn't really matter. But um, a couple couple months ago, I got a text from our the captain of our team. He was like, "Hey, so and so, he just he lost his daughter the other day. His daughter was fifteen. He has a younger daughter, so he has two girls. His older daughter was the fifteen year old. She was in a car accident. Um, her and her boyfriend were he you know younger driver. Just he didn't really handle the car well. They had an accident. She yeah. ended up they both ended up dying. Yeah. Um, you know, and number one, that's devastating. And, and so, you know, I started, I started texting him and where I, you know, I didn't know what to expect, but he, he was just, he kept texting back to me in, in a, I could tell that he was very much into what I was, you know, mm. what it was texting. And I mean, it was, it was great. Cause I was, I was just trying to comfort him. You know, I was like, do you remember I, anything you said? Yeah. Most, I mean, I was just like, look, you know, I, 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 I'm here for you. Um, you know, I don't have a ton of experience with like, you know, counseling, but I, I, I've, I, I talked to a lot of people in the past and, you know, we, I have a podcast, like we, we kind of talked about like the whole joining people in, in, our, in your emotions. Um, and I was like, how can I join you? What can I do right now? How, what do you need from me? 
Um, and he was just like, I just, you know, just if even if you're just there to talk, mm. you know, but one of one of the awkward one of the really awkward parts of that was that he told me, like, as we're talking was um, he was at Kennywood with his younger daughter. Kennywood's the, um, you know, the local, the, the amusement, local park. amusement park. And he was at Kennywood with his younger daughter watching um, a marching band that his older daughter was a part of mm. so she would have been marching or you know playing in this marching band and he's there with his younger daughter and they're watching this except there's no older daughter she's just gone because of the accident like that's an awkward situation and so for me I, again i was like i was just like i'm sorry that's got to be i can't imagine how difficult that would be for you to be there with your younger daughter watching and you, you your daughter's not there you know and and it was i was like you know, what can I do? How can I, how can I, how can I help you? Right. You know, and that's when he was like, I just, just keep this, you know, communication open, you know, if you, if you're okay right. with that. I was like, yeah, absolutely, man. The one yeah. thing I like, I think in that moment, you just want to say to him, like, it's just not right. Mm -hmm. Cause mm -hmm. that's definitely what's going through his mind. Like, sure. This is bullshit. Yeah. You know, this yeah. is not right. Right. You know, it's so broken. So wrong. And, and one thing we don't talk a lot about, you know, we can comfort people, but we can also appreciate people in those moments. Like if, you know, I always say about to comfort, but it's also to, you can appreciate somebody. And, and what I mean by that is you can say to him in that moment, you know, man, that's great though. that You could stand strong for your daughter because I'll, your other daughter, mm -hmm. you know, cause I'll bet you just wanted to crumble. Well, man, what a great job you did as a dad mm -hmm. in that moment. Mm -hmm. being, and you know, it, you might've been melted inside, which joins him in his emotion because mm -hmm. he was melted inside. I'm sure. sure. Yeah, or he could have been stone cold, dead. Inside. Definitely not. Definitely not. So you're melting inside, but you stood mm -hmm. tall for your daughter. What a great job as a dad. Yeah. Yeah, because, well, there's nothing else you can that's say. That's way better than what I said. <laughs> um, well, that's what you can say next time. No. <laughs> that's what do you say What the next time, the next year. Yeah. That, that goes through. Right. Um, but, yeah, that would be an awkward situation. Yeah. But I think uh, I was at a funeral on Monday when you texted me saying you weren't feeling great. Mm -hmm. Us, I should say. Yeah. It's so funny. I'm sitting there at the funeral and my phone's like, bzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzz
Because I said, you're hanging in there. He goes, didn't think we'd be getting the family together this soon because they just got married <laughs> yeah, two weeks right. ago. Yeah. Mm. And I said, and every part of, and everybody that comes up to you, you're like, did you just give me a check for $200 or have I never met you before? And he goes, dude, that's like five times tonight. <laughs> he goes, I thanked one guy and he said he'd never met me before. <laughs> and I was like, well, hang in there. But, but for him, I want to join him in his emotion as it's awkward you know, well, yeah, because of all of that. You're right. So again, focus on the person that's grieving, not the situation as to why they're grieving, except for how it pertains to the person sure. that's grieving. Right. Um, another one. Here's a great one that I want your guys' opinion on. You got a buddy. Yeah. And he breaks. He and his girlfriend and or let's go further and or he and his wife divorce and you can't stand his girlfriend slash spouse. She's a terrible, terrible fit for him. It's never worked. You can't, it's, it's stressed your friendship and now he calls you and he's sad because she left him Yeah, or whatever. I mean, what do you say then? Because <laughs> uh, on one hand, it like, I mean, the very earthly part of me wants to be like, oh, finally, mm. won't ever have to hang out with her again. <laughs> you know, there's very much like that part of me. But then there's also a, a that's not selfish in any way. <laughs> no, that's solid. Um, I appreciate you not being with her anymore. <laughs> but then you know, pretty much just like what you were saying about the the whole funeral thing is like focus on the person that's hurting, and that person is your best friend, and like mm-hmm. and or good friend. I don't want to say you don't have to care about their significant other that they've broken up with, but. That's not your job to focus on them. Your focus is focusing on your friend that's hurting and 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 being sorry for them and you know talking them talking to them about that. And to not focus on how right you were. Oh right, because yes. you want you're locked and loaded with. I told you from yes. the beginning. Do you or, remember when we had this conversation? Uh, this day, you want to hold out or facts, logic, or reason of like, hey, look, she was a bad person, right? Yeah, of course she treated you. I mean, look, better, she, hey, you know, yeah. Better, see, we're doing it again. We're doing the well, what not, not to, to say. say. Yeah, <laughs> because you can get into hey, better now than once you have kids, or better now than five years from now, or right. yeah, all that kind of stuff. Yeah, but we have to remember in those situations and breakups. You know, um, specifically to breakups, it's not just who they lost. It's what they lost. Yeah. So, I mean, who they lost may not be a big deal to you. Sure. And might be better for them. But what they lost was the companion. There was something in that relationship, even if it seems wrong to you, there was something in there that was fulfilling them. There was something in there. It met a need. Well, and there's going to be all the things that are going to remind them about that relationship that are going to come down the the pike. Because, like, you know, I know about... We've been, we've hung out for a, a long enough time. We've been on vacation. We have our little idiosyncrasies or, or like nods to each other, right? And if we're if we're using our brain, it's our idiosyncrasies. Mm, um, I see what you guys did. But there. like Amy and I, we we have countless little quips or like m- like things from movies or like different moments, like you know, taglines. Like, yeah, inside and, jokes. Yeah, exactly. And there's gonna be a mountain that that person's going to have to climb over of like getting past all those things, oh, you know, and like, something happens and you go, Hey, oh, they're not there. Right. Like a random Thursday and then something just hits them and it's going to, it's going to hit true of all lost. Yeah. Right. Right. Whether it's a divorce, whether it's a breakup, right. whether it's a death yeah. or whatever. But, and I just want to reiterate my point of what they lost, you know, is the hope of, yeah, you know, and you know, you know, not even the specific, what they met, but what they could have met mm-hmm. um, to that end. Also, the, this just hits me, so I'm going to say it. For for some people at funerals, like when Rachel's dad passed away, Rachel's dad was a terrible father. He was just a terrible father. See, all the reasons. stories you've told me actually make him sound really awful. Yeah. Yeah. And so when he died, it was like, not only now is he gone, mm-hmm. but the fact that she has to relive the fact that she never had a good father. And that so she's got to go through people, you know, Normally, what do you do at a funeral? Here's how great he was. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So now she doesn't get to do that. So it's like you have or to other bury... people are doing that around her. Well, and that was another thing that happened. Yeah. But that was specific to her. Yeah. But I just mean sometimes you relive the fact that they the relationship was never good, and now yeah. it'll never be good. Yeah. There is never going to be mm-hmm. any. So no reconciliation. Like, there's no, no redemption. It's, it's over twice now. You have to mm-hmm. relive the fact that you never had a good father, and now there's no not she never had any hope that he was going to like 
turnaround. Yeah. I mean, he had his own issues. I mean, he wasn't right. a bad person per se. He just wasn't a good father. Right. Yeah. So it's very often people are burying more than just the individual person. You know, it's the hope of reconciliation mm-hmm. or it's yeah. the reminder of That's what That's a really been good point. Through. Yeah. Um, yes. I was going to say, I was thinking about like, what if uh, you have a friend or, or somebody that you know that wasn't really good at their job and got fired and you know that they're not good at their job and they probably should have been fired and deserve to be, but they're still your friend. Person that drives like an idiot and tells you they got a ticket. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. But I'm saying similar, similar people yeah, that yeah. get what they deserve. Yeah. People that yeah. get what they deserve. That's a good way to put it. Yep. Yeah. People that get what they deserve. Yeah. What do you say to them? Yeah. Well, you had it coming. <laughs> probably not it's probably not that's that's the next podcast yeah um no that's a that's a good one yeah Um, i am so sorry that you lost your job i know that from here on out you're gonna you're you're probably dealing with like fear and financial like you got all these bills and stuff like is that a good thing to to join them with yeah is that the way to do it well yeah it's try to figure out i feel like the way you do that needs to be handled with a little bit of oh yeah you don't want to be like man Man, oh, man those, 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 those bills are going to mount up now. You were just talking about your mortgage bill coming tomorrow, weren't you? <laughs> how, how far are you from Social Security? <laughs> man, I'm telling you, you know, Christmas is coming. <laughs> Woohoo! It's going to be a sucker. <laughs> oh, you just bought a new car. That sucks. But it's, again, you just have to get into, it's outside of you yeah, and your thoughts about the situation and into who they are and what they're feeling. If you're really trying to join them in their emotions, Mm-hmm. You know, because, and again, you're like, well, why would I join them in their emotions? Because they feel lonely. They feel horrible. They didn't choose to have the destructive behavior that they have. It's not like they went, I think I'm going to be terrible. That is a great point. And I think we might want to dive into that a little bit. So like, Brian, you just brought up a great example of, of somebody that's not good at their job. Yeah. Or somebody that's just not good at life. Maybe they've like, they're procrastinating. They never get their projects done on time. And like, it's one thing after another. But that behavior is because of what, Jay, you're saying is from like a previous hurt. And the reason why they're doing it is because of something else. And I think that's something that like as we comfort people, we should also be focusing on that of, well, this is why. And like because you have to have like like what you were saying, this could also be somebody that you're not really fond of. They might not be a friend, but they're in your life and they're you know kind of close to you. But they lost their job and you couldn't care less. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, like we're kind of called, you know, we're called to comfort each other regardless in certain situations. But if you don't recognize that they've been hurt and they act like this because of that root hurt, it'll be real easy to just sit there in judgment and say, ah, yeah. they had it coming. Right. See? So like you need to have that understanding so you can have that grace and compassion and, and all that. And Eric, I like what you said. And I think what's important and is to say this is if you're having a tough time comforting somebody, this is probably, and it's a good one to end on. Listen to lunchtime in room all the time. <laughs> and I like it. <laughs> as you do that, sit there and just say, and you know, in a quick prayer, you say to God, Hey God, help me to see them as you see them. Mm-hmm. Yes. And your heart might break a little bit for them. Yeah. Because again, they didn't choose to be an idiot. They've become an idiot. They do idiotic things (laughs) because of a series of hurts in their life and their poor reactions to those hurts. Right. And so if you can have your heart broken just a little bit for them, you'll find the words for comfort. You'll say, you know, I'm really sorry that this has happened to you again, or I'm so sorry that your boss let you down and there's another adult in your world who hasn't been there for you. If you know that their dad sucked and their grandfather yeah. sucked and all that stuff, yeah, it'll help you. And they'll, and you might be the one person that's ever believed in them mm-hmm. or, or been there for them in a time of strife and turmoil. And so again, ask God to break your heart for that person. Um, but in overall, in all these situations, focus on the person, not the circumstances around the person. Mm-hmm. And, and the more you know them, that's part of why it's hard for you to comfort your buddy who lost his daughter because you don't know him that well. Yeah, there's not. So, and you're learning him, and you're getting mm-hmm. to know him a little bit. You yeah. Know? But the more you know someone, it's easier to just say, okay, how are they feeling? What is it? Because it's is easier it, for you to step into their shoes. It's easier for you to, to join them yeah, in that. Em- if you know their emotion, you can join them in it. Yeah. If you have no idea what they're feeling, it's a lot harder. And so that's that can be some trial and error. 
you know, oh, hey, I'm really sorry about your grandfather passing away. It's got to be really sad for you. And they're like, no, you know what? He lived a good life. And you're like, I think it's great that you had a great grandfather. You know, tell me about his life. I think it's great that he died. That's I think awesome. it's great. I mean, it's not a day longer. Let me tell you this much. Not a day longer. Not another dime. Um, anyhow, we can always do better when right. we're trying to comfort somebody. Yeah. And that's what we'll talk about next week, too. Actually, it's how to not do worse. How to not do worse. <laughs> what? Here, here, actually, next week's podcast could actually be titled, Here's Why Your Ways of Comfort Suck. <laughs> Here's tuned. why this hurts. Looking forward to that. I always, but for now, we should just do better. We should. Yes. Do better. Can I do better? Yeah. You're do, I'm, I'm, yours is a serious do better. I'm Dude. wrapping it up with a can't do better. But yeah. yeah this is Dude, yours is pretty dark. Kind of villainous. Jay's, Jay's over here giving Go. like hand You're signals. Queuing, queuing You're up. on, bro. You're up. Um, yeah, that's why we practice. Chester County woman charged with faking cancer in fundraising scam. Really don't need to read it. <laughs> no, I mean, read it, but I'm just saying <laughs> that's it. It's in the title. A Chester Springs, Philadelphia. Ah, <laughs> of course. <laughs> By the way, Jay bought me a shirt. Uh, no, this, this Go ahead. This story. Yeah, you should. Jay bought me a shirt just completely out of the blue um, a couple weeks ago. The day you were going into the hospital. The day, the day before the hospital, you went into the hospital. Where it's it, it's an outline of the state of Pennsylvania. And then there's like this um, like dotted line around Philadelphia. <laughs> it says, make Pennsylvania, make great, Pennsylvania again. great again. Make Pennsylvania great again. Build the wall. Implying that they should just build a wall around, around Philadelphia. Anyways, Philadelphia. A Chester Springs woman has been charged with netting more than $10,000 in a fundraising scam in which she falsely claimed she had cancer and needed money. In a criminal complaint, uh, Old Shin Township Police Detectives laid out a months-long investigation of increasingly escalating lies that ended in the arrest of Jessica Ann Smith, 31, who was arraigned Monday on charges of receiving stolen property and theft by deception. The defendant preyed on people's generosity and willingness to help others in need by lying about a cancer diagnosis, said Michael Noon, Chester County's first, district dis- first assistant district attorney. We all know someone who's been touched by cancer, which makes this an even more disturbing case. So on and on, uh, you know, at the end of the day, that's that's the basic sum up of the story. I got two things to say to that. Actually, I'm just going to stick with the one. Maybe that'll be another podcast we do, but I would love to sit down with her. I would love to sit down with her and hear her story and hear how did you get to this point where you thought you're so boxed in, in where life. you thought uh, I could work harder. No, or I could just, do yeah. a scam. What kind of scam? Cancer. Cancer is a great scam. Well, you know, like I really want to know no, how did you get to that yeah. point? And like the picture of her, she's got a really short haircut. Like she's she been looks through a little angry. She yeah. well, it looks like she's been crying. Yeah, and well, and like you know, there's been a lot of times where Amy and I have the news on, and then we'll hear something like somebody just doing something crazy, like crazy. <laughs> yeah, and 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 bad, and like really bad, and then like we're throwing cans of tomato soup at people. <laughs> no, like, like bad things. Worse, yeah, murdering somebody or something. And then, like, but there's also, like, the side of us that we, like, we're, like, but they had, like, they had to have been pushed to that moment. Well, sure. You know, like, they, they ha- they've been hurt. They didn't say. Their whole life. Stabbing somebody with a pencil. I may do that 30 times today. Yeah, right. Like, that's not, and it's, like. Just for fun. See what it feels like. And I'm not saying that person shouldn't go to jail or, be, or not be punished. Like, that person should go to jail. But, like, going back to, like, what we were talking about before of, like knowing their hurts like that, that that comes out of hurt and that probably comes out of lifetime a lot of hurts lifetime well hurt, that's you know? isn't that the entire movie of the joker i don't know i, didn't, I haven't I seen, haven't it. seen it, but that's what i've been told <laughs> speaking of jokes yeah this is no joke let's do it uh there was a uh, and it was on twitter so it, it's true oh my goodness yeah, they were celebrating a chair that solves the problem of man spreading now first of all i want you to tell me when's the first time you heard the term man spreading i don't know there was a man spreading problem it's got to be what 18 months and it's men <laughs> brian may throw up at any minute and that's not the hole in his colon it's not <laughs> it's pure revulsion for where we are as a society so man spreading don't chide me for oh <laughs> sorry so man spreading is sitting with your legs too far apart your knees really too far apart 
which I get it if you're wearing loose soccer shorts and boxers. I get that. I don't know. I feel like people want to see that stuff, you know? That should be deleted from this podcast. (laughs) But, so this chair, (laughs) this chair forces men to sit knock-kneed. And the way they describe it, and that's a good thing. But Dude, wait. Brian's face. Brian's right hot. <laughs> Brian's He's hot. So right but now. here's the best part of this clip. It has a coinciding chair made for women that spreads their legs. Mm-hmm. And that's a good thing somehow. What are we doing? What are we doing? This yeah. chair will finally teach how man how to sit the proper way. If that's I, what their commercial says. This it will f- it will finally teach a man how to sit the proper way. Dude, One of the chairs forces men dude, if there is one reason to sit why with their knees you, together. You should watch live on Facebook. While the other seat encourages women. He's so hot and so cold all at the same to time. To take up more space. This is your do better. <laughs> this is my do better. He's, he's into the article. So, you know what? Just actually don't do better. Just don't do. Leave us. Leave that alone. Let a, let a man sit. Here's the other part, though, that does bother me. Yeah, do it. Here, let's just neuter men. Let's just let's just take the men and neuter them. You can them. make that chair all you want. Guess how I'm not going to sit like the guy in that picture sits. Nope. I will not in a million years I'll sit s- like this. I'll turn, I will flip I'll turn that it around. bad boy around yeah. sideways. Yep, yep. yep, yep. I have it spread my bum cheeks, and I will toot <laughs> the entire time I'm there. I do not care. I don't know why I came like that. That's why I said I'll do it. I don't even care. Hey, by the way. P. Dickey said he's been listening since I went West Virginia. He's coming up. We're going to get together but oh. from the hoots and the hollers of West Virginia. We he said, have, we need to have him on. We should have him on the show. He said, yeah. hey, y'all. Hey, y'all. He did. That's awesome. We should have him hey, on. P. Dickey. But some people can't do better. Some people can't do better. Speaking of Virginia. There is a grandmother sending 100, 100 million thousand, <laughs> 100,000 handmade Holiday cards to U.S. troops. Whoa, 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 whoa. Station. I read this headline, but I missed that point. Wait, she's even making the cards? Handmade. Get on out. A New Hampshire grandmother is making sure that 100,000 U.S. troops stationed around the world receive holiday cards this season. She calls it the holiday cards for our military challenge. Laura Landerman Garber, who is also a full time psychologist, is spearheading the project with collects. Which collects handmade cards from volunteers nationwide. Uh, all right. So she's not making them well, all hang herself. On. Hang okay. On. She all started right. this tradition on Thanksgiving 16 years ago, telling her family that nobody eats until they write a letter to a service member. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta love this woman. The, the rite of passage to dinner is what she called ticket to turkey. The rite of passage? Yep. Mm-hmm. To Tickets dinner. To- this is a ticket to Turkey. This Dude. is a quote from her. The thought of someone. I love this woman. Yeah, the thought of someone. She's ninety four. I don't know how old. she is. No, that was my story about fifteen oh, minutes ago. Uh, Did you not off? No, yeah. he actually he his I, brain I, I reset in the rage of man spreading. <laughs> <laughs> he glitched. You're like five stories ago. <laughs> <laughs> the, the, uh, she's quoted here. The thought of someone being away at a time when. In our culture, in America, in American culture particularly, the holidays are all about gathering together. For me, I wanted to be able to reach out and just maybe give a little bit of a bridge so that a person who is far away feels a little tiny bit closer to home. Um, she set a goal of sending 5,000 cards in 2018, but an enthusiastic volunteer an enthusiastic volunteer response resulted in 50,000 being mailed. Her goal for 2019 was 25,000 cards, which has turned into receiving 100,000 cards from 32 states, as well as Guam and Canada. Um, Landerman Garber recalled a moving statement from one letter. Dear Sailor, I'm very lonely. Are you lonely? But when somebody loves me, I feel better. How about if I love you? And then you can find out more information about being a part of the project at militaryholidaycardchallenge.com. Pretty cool. That's who's, amazing. Who's paying the postage? That's a lot of postage. <laughs> Carry the one. Yeah, that's a lot. Ticket. That's a lot. Ticket to Turkey. Well, to, that's a t-shirt right there. They got the forever stamps, so it's basically free. That's right. <laughs> Man. Can't do better than that. Well, sometimes. All right. On that note, we're going to wind up our episode 50. That's right. 50. 50. In the can. 50. 50. Halfway to 100. Okay, 99 pot. No, not yet. It's the goal. It's 
gold anniversary show, right? 50 is gold. Is, gold. Yeah, I think 75 is silver. Is diamonds. No, 25 is silver. We're talking marriage, right? Like we're we're basing this off. Ma- no, anyways, it's podcast. Anyways, um, that's our show. Smooth ending. Yeah, we're uh, we're ending this well. Hey, you leave um, Brian's diverticulitis out of this. Yeah, it's affecting my brain, obviously. Smooth, smooth endings. <laughs> um, but we do thank you for joining us. We thank you for all the interaction on Facebook. Yeah. Um, if you if you just listen to our podcast, maybe maybe take a night and and uh, join us on Facebook. Hey, and if you know Chris Davidson, tell him to come and be our producer so that he can yes. respond on Facebook the entire time we're sitting here. That'd yes. be great. Just everybody, just send him. Idea. I'll give his phone number out. Maybe because, make him a handmade holiday card. Maybe. Because you know what? He's that, in that the hit, service. Hence it being our we need producer. That ticket to Turkey. We, yeah. need, we need him to be in the service of us. That's right. Yeah. Exactly. We're very needy people. Once again, visit lunchtimeinrome.com. Do all the things. Join, like, respond, give us your feedback. We would love to hear it and and feature you on the show. Yeah. So with that, um, bye. 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 Bye.